Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. Welcome back to another episode of Podcasting is the New Kink. This will be the final episode of the sixth season, which was all about couples and all about intimate partnerships, relationships. I spoke to a bunch of different couples, some who have been married for like 25 plus years. We're talking about like 33 years and such. Some who are just getting together, who've only been together for about a year or so or whatever. But yeah, range is the point. (laughs) Big range of different couples and different people and Yeah, I really enjoyed it and I've learned a lot and I hope that you've learned a lot too. (laughs) So this sixth episode will be me and my partner. He's here again. Guess who's back, (laughs) y'all? And we will be discussing a lot of the themes, topics that came up in the previous episodes. So there will be six different themes that we're going to be talking about. And we're just going to get started, I guess. Because, yeah. So the first theme that we're going to be talking about is role fluidity, defined as the ability to move between various roles or activities. Um, So when it comes to your intimate partnership or relationship, right? That means being able to move in and out of different roles in the home, in and out of the home. So the cooking, the cleaning, the providing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, being able to be fluid in those roles. So babe, what does role fluidity mean to you? I mean, basically that, um, it doesn't matter what the, activity is or the chores that needs to be done as long as it gets done um that's more modern um in my mindset i'm more traditional where certain roles are given to a certain gender quote unquote but it's 2024 we don't have certain genders anymore we don't have certain roles like anybody can do anything so um in our household you know i like to do the the trash and the more physical labor stuff, uh, sleeping by the door, you know, that type of thing. I kind of leave it to you to take care of more of the traditional mothering or wife roles, such as like nurturing children and such, but we don't have kids. So when it comes to the cat, I kind of leave that to you. I do help with the food, but I don't touch the litter box. (laughs) At all. That's all you. Ever. That's all you. But... There's things that I do, like the most you do for your car is gas it up and oil change. I handle everything else. I'll set up an appointment, tell you what to do. Like, So role fluidity to me is really just a team or a partnership having a conversation on the things that need to get done um, in the relationship in order for it to be progressive. But there's no specific chore to give to anyone. Or there's no specific chore to a specific gender. To me, it's just you and I sitting down, listening to things that need to get done, or knowing the things that need to get done, and just doing them. It doesn't really matter what it is or who's doing it. If you can handle it, you handle it. Um, Yeah, I kind of learned that from you because 
we weren't together our whole lives. You were single at some point. So you were handling your chores or whatever the case was on your own. Then now you come in, you're still doing that. And I'm like, hold on, slow down. It's a team thing. Yes, I think role fluidity is a modern thing. I don't think it's a traditional thing at all. Um, I think because of your background, you do have more traditional views on the way our household chores, if you will, should be handled. Um, But yeah, because of my background, because of how I was raised, I have a completely different perspective of I guess, roles, gender roles or whatever in the home because there was no male in the home (laughs) for me. I grew up with a single mom. So my mom did it all. She, you know, my, me and my brother had chores, but for the most part, we were kids, rebellious kids growing up and we wasn't doing them all to be honest. So she did the shits, right? You know, when the trash needs to be taken out, she would do that or, you know, she would show me to do that, how to do it if my brother wasn't around. Um, you know, things like doing dishes or whatever. It was never like, Jazz, you have to do the dishes because you're a female. She showed me and my brother how to do dishes. Me and my brother how to wash our clothes. Like, we were doing those things very early. So it wasn't ever a, like, gender applied to them. Those were just things you needed to do for your home to be clean and for, you know, that's just what needed to be at needed to happen. So, um, yeah, growing up, I mean, you know, once I did get grown and got on my own, I did all those things on my own. (laughs) You know, I've I've lived on my own, but I've always lived with roommates to where, like, I want to keep my space clean. I don't ever want to be the one y'all pointing fingers at, like, oh, this bitch dirty. Like, no. (laughs) Like, I'm a very clean person, and I'm I just, if it needs to be done, I'm going to do it. So when that carried over into meeting you and, you know, living together, I totally understand. I'm not, like I said before, like, I'm never going to argue with you about, like, taking out of the trash because I don't want to do that. It's just a thing I know (laughs) needs to be done. Um, But, yeah, if you're not here and the trash stinks, I'm definitely going to take it out. (laughs) I'm not going to wait for you to take it out. Yeah, that's... That's totally understandable. I also want to add that, yeah, I think my gen- my views on gender roles or role fluidity, part of me, is it comes from, you know, experiences, life experiences, seeing how my household was ran when I was growing up. It was always my mom and pops until, you know, it wasn't. But when it was my mom and pops, it was also my sister and I. So it was basically always like, my mom and my sister took care of what needed to be done in the house and we took care of what needed to be done about the house as far as like fixing heavy lifting things that needed to be taken out or brought in um, we took care of that and they took care of the upkeep so i guess that's where it was pinpointed but also going away to college and other life experiences and meeting people i kind of kept those views and i really we're going to call it how it is. I, I kind of got baby to it because in college, I was the bigger one in the roommate. So I really didn't have to do much. I kept my areas clean and cleaned up after myself, but I was always at practice or doing some other stuff. So they took care of the room. And then moving out, 
it was either the missus or whoever took care of the room. But, um, yeah, as of now, and with the mindset I have now and with growth, yeah, whatever needs to be done, we get it done. I just, to me, it's, it's hard to see you bringing in groceries when I know you're on your way home with them. You just don't call me to let me know you you outside. Or it's hard to, you know, see me pulling up from work and you taking trash out. Because not only are you taking trash out, I know you got there first and now you walk into a smelly home. That's the <laughs> only reason you're taking it out. So now you're upset and the home <coughs> smell and I just see you take trash out. But, yes, yeah, you know, it's it's an old school thing that's, that's getting shaken off. It's still going to be there. It's a core, but we'll adapt together. Yeah, I think you make a good point. That, I think, was going to be my point to sum it all up is that we were raised how we were raised, but it's the choice. Everything we do now is a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And it's how we, exactly like you said, adapt to the new situation. I agree. So, the next thing we're going to talk about is authenticity. Authenticity just means the quality of being authentic. So, (laughs) what does being authentic mean? Of undisputed origin, genuine. This came up so much in just about every episode, I think. It came up about, you know, making sure that you are being yourself and choosing a partner that not only allows you to be your full self, but like encourages you to really be your full self and like pushes you to grow and not shrink. So, babe, how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, it was, that was well said. Um, so being the fact that it comes up, it came up and all of the episodes, I feel like that authenticity is a point that is in every relationship that people don't really talk about. You know, when you ask about the values of your relationship, a lot of people run to the the cliches of honesty, trust, openness, you know, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, being yourself, that that beginning period of dating or courting someone is 50-50 that it could be a facade because you're trying to show who you are or what you think they're interested in, that you can be that person. You're trying to check off all the marks that they're looking for, sort of like speed dating. But if you think about it, just being yourself is natural it should be natural um it's the easiest way to find the right person um you won't have to continue a lie day to day or try to put on and then get caught slipping up because that's not who you truly are so authenticity to me is very big um the fact that it helps choose how it relates to you choosing a mate I think it is very pivotal because you're going to need that person. You're going to be with that person day to day and you you want to know what you're getting into. You want to know how to react to certain situations. You want to know that person just as much as you know yourself. So in order to do that, it needs to be 
the genuine real person, the authentic person. So yeah, authenticity to me in a relationship is it's up there. And you know that we we gonna be ourselves regardless. We could talk to each other um, about anything. We we barely get through movies because we always pause and talk about it. That's how we met. Our first day, we talked for hours, um, and we showed just who we were. And when we did that, it was like, yeah, we we felt right in love. Um, so yeah, authenticity is so right with me. Keep it a buck. In relationships and with jerseys. And with what? And with jerseys, you know, it gotta be authentic. Oh god. <laughs> Bringing sports into it. Of course. That's your language, I know. Um but yeah, so I completely agree. Um but I do wanna point out I think authenticity, I think it's is is simple to be yourself, but it's not always easy. Um, especially when you're dealing with or not good with rejection. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. So it's hard to be themselves. No one's just going to mm-hmm. jump out and be like, oh yeah, I like these things when they think they're going to be judged, especially at a young age Exactly. and at a young age and impressionable age that can build that mindset or, you know, that, that characteristic in the person that they think that's just how it's supposed to be. And they grow up and. If you're not comfortable, you're not going to be authentic. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. And I think a lot of the times we're conditioned to not be our authentic selves to like push that shit down and just conform to, you know, what society or religion or, you know, our parents (laughs) say we should be, you know, so exactly what you were saying in the beginning, I always think of the reference of Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts. It's, you know, she wasn't being her authentic self. And that's why every time she, you know, got halfway down the aisle, she was running because she was just being a version of herself that she thought these men wanted, right? And and she was right. I mean, she wasn't wrong. But those versions of herself weren't authentic. They weren't true to her. So she couldn't ever, you know, go through with it until she was able to be her authentic self, right? Um, That's what the whole movie is about. And I think the reason it's most, or, you know, the most important reason that it is, you know, you should be authentic is because when you're not being authentic, you're not calling in those people that are really for you, right? Like when you're being your full self, you may get that rejection. You're going to get that rejection. That's life, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're being your authentic self, you're still going to be calling in those people that are for you. They're making their way to you. You're making their way, your way to them by showing up, you know, as yourself. And, um, I think sometimes it takes a little longer, <laughs> but it's so, it's worth it. Right. Cause like you said, what, what happened with us, like in dating, I was dating a lot of people <laughs> before you, like, I know you don't like to hear that, but like I was dating a lot and 
yeah, rejection is hard. I dealt with a lot of rejection in high school and college. And yeah, it doesn't make it easy for you to be yourself at all. Like, (laughs) but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's definitely worth it. All right. So the next topic we are going to be talking about is respect. Respect is, as a noun, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Respect is earned, right? Also, as a noun, due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. So, regard, right? Holding is something in regard, right? Taking into consideration. Right. And as a verb, admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Hmm. So, same type of thing. Um, so yeah, when you're talking about respect, you're talking about admiration and holding something in high regard. R-E-S-P-C-T, find out what I mean to me. R-E-S-P-C-T, take care of T-C-B, Take care of who? She said T-C-B or some shit like that. Oh, I don't know what she said, take care Now, this definitely came up in every episode, I'm pretty sure. The importance of respect. The importance of respecting yourself and your partner. Take it away, babe. Um, I'll let you take that first because I respect you. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> this guy. Um, so yeah, respect is very important. I think it should be the forefront of every relationship period, right? Whether it's romantic, platonic. Uh, business, what have you, you know, um, like, I don't know. It was just, it's automatic to me. Like I show everybody respect. Right. And what comes to mind is funny is not even about like our relationship. It's about like my relationship with my mom, even though we have a great relationship. Now there was a a few rocky points in our relationship and just like that generation with my aunts and everything a lot of the times they view disrespect as not allowing you not allowing me to disrespect you like I'm being disrespectful to them because I won't allow them to disrespect me you know Mm. um and in that kind of definition respect is like speaking to me kindly and like I'm a human being and like I'm an adult and not like I'm a child and not like yelling at me not talking at me like being reasonable things like that like I think all of that is encompassed in being respectful and showing respect And I think that's very important in your relationship because, like, how can we talk to each other and get anything done, solve any issues, if we're not respectful of each other? If you think about it, um, with the respect, I think it's in the know. And in order to be in the know in your relationship, you have to communicate. And you have to communicate with no judgment 
and you have to be authentic. So in certain situations, you can show up and be what that person needs only out of respect. There's there's things in a relationship where you're not going to agree upon, um, and that's okay as long as you respect each other. Uh, for example, I'm an early bird. I get up before the sun gets up, and, you know, but he doesn't. <laughs> she likes to sleep. Sleep, yeah. yeah, she likes to sleep until about eight, nine, or whatever. But if my eyes open, I, I'm up. I'm up. I'm doing something. I'm starting my day. But out of respect, I'm starting my day in the dark or in the corner. I'm getting dressed in the bathroom. Uh, whatever the case is, because she doesn't need to be, her sleep doesn't need to be disturbed right now. And I respect that. And it's the same when I'm on my break and she has to go to work. She she respects my sleep. Um, that's just an example of something that we respect in our relationship. But as far as respect in a relationship, it comes back to basically everything you, we mentioned so far with the authenticity, communication, being transparent. Like you have to be, to me, to classify it as I call it being in the know. You have to know your partner. You have to truly know them so you can respect them. Um, nobody enters a relationship wanting to disrespect somebody. To me, that's, you know, that's a business transaction with a guy in a nice suit and Cadillac. But <laughs> yeah, you, you enter a relationship wanting to progress with that person. So I think the intentions are to respect, but it just it's just not always given that way, and it's not always perceived that way. I think what you said about communication, and don't worry, we'll get to that because communication is definitely a topic. But I think what you said about communicating, you know, is very important. And I think it is Another thing that's very important is to define what these things mean for your relationship specifically, right? Um, Because, great example, how we respect each other's sleep, because, you know, sleep is an important thing, right? We both need sleep. We're human beings. We need sleep, right? Respect is like that first step, right? Like, a lot of people would say love is the first step. Like, you know, if you love somebody, then you could get through anything, right? But I think respect is that first thing because, like, in order to show you love, I have to respect you, you know? I so, agree. I agree. And in order to get that, you have to earn it. Something I experience is that two-faced stuff, look. The facade, the two, the two lifestyle. You mm. you living this and saying this in front of my face, but not knowing we have a mutual friend that's telling me different. Mm. And now I'm get, being shown different. So now you're telling me one thing and then moving a different way. To me, that's disrespectful. Um, I'm believing you're somebody that you're really not. Mm. Be authentic. That right there is just simple. As it, that's disrespect to me. So, um, yeah, respecting, you have to respect yourself first. Then you can respect that person. 
then you can res- respect the relationship. Um, respect is probably one of the things that uh, that needs most of the work when a relationship is involved. Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I want to tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K. L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D dot com. All right. So the next theme we're going to talk about is honesty and transparency. So honesty is the quality of being honest, which means nothing. So honest (laughs) means free of deceit and untruthfulness, sincere. And transparency means the quality of being easy to perceive or detect. Honestly, yeah, those are those are big in relationships, but um, not really much I can say on it. You, you basically know everything. We're honest and transparent with each other. But um, to go back to it, if you're authentic and your initial meeting with one another. Honesty and transparency is easily detectable because you truly know that person. Um, it strengthens a relationship, and it helps. It helps you get through those those tough times when you really don't want to tell the person a certain thing. You can be honest with them, and you can be transparent because there's going to be no judgment. Um, you've been authentic with them since day one. How can they judge you if? They've been authentic with you. You know each other. You, you'll happily be honest and transparent with them. So I think those are two major things in a relationship. Um, those are two things we value in ours. Um, and I also value those in friendships and anything. Um, yeah, honesty and transparency uh, helps you get through. Helps you get through the day. It eases a lot of intentions that. Uh, <laughs> that are hard to talk about if you're just honest and transparent. I think that uh, add on and lead up to a person having trouble judging you. It would be tough for them to judge you if you're honest and transparent. Honesty and transparency is, you got, I think it's important to do whether people are going to judge you or not, right? Because in a relationship, yes, you want a partner that's not going to judge you, right? Absolutely. That's a goal. But I think it's important to manage your expectations because sometimes, you know, shit happens. People's beliefs beliefs change every day. And sometimes, like, people will judge you at first because they don't know no better, but then they'll, like, learn. And because, you know, that was, that was I think a part of what they needed to grow, right? Like you brought that out in them and helped them grow because that's what they needed, right? But um, 
being honest and transparent anyway, because it's for you. It's not for them, right? It's for you so that you can be your authentic self, right? You can't be your authentic self, like you said, without being honest. Mm -hmm. And it's very important in a relationship um, like you said, you're going to have to have some really hard conversations sometimes, right? You're going to have to tell people sometimes some shit that you don't like <laughs> that happens, right? And like I said before, people's beliefs change. People's wants and desires and what they like and don't like change all the time, too. As you get older, you know, your preferences just change. That's part of life. And that's okay, you know? It's just making sure you are honest and transparent about them so that, again, you know, it brings up, again, adapting. Somebody can't adapt to your changes if you're not honest about them. All right, the next thing we're going to be talking about is grace. And I know for sure that came up a lot in... um, you know, a lot of the episodes and grace means for our purposes, I'm not going to read all of the definitions, but for our purposes, it means courteous goodwill or as a verb, do honor or credit to by one's presence. Um, So, you know, just showing each other that goodwill, you know, that I have good intentions toward you. I believe that you have good intentions toward me. Sometimes we need to be a little kinder to each other, um, you know, in certain situations. So that that's what it means to me. Talk to me, babe. What does it mean to you? So um, to me, I, I kind of, when I think of grace, it's kind of two, two meanings. Um, the first one is like nobody's perfect, um, so there's gonna be mistakes and there's gonna be miscommunications and disagreements. Mm-hmm. But you don't hold that against anybody, so you give you give a grace, you give them grace. Um, you discuss it, and then you guys will see each other's views. Um, also, it's. To me, the second definition is just just being there, just being a support system, having each other's back. Um, I went through a rough time recently, and you've been there, like you know, like like the like the air I needed. So it's it's really um, it's really good to have that in in any relationship or situationship, whatever you want to call it. Um, to have a support system and being there, showing up with someone when you don't even know what you need or when you're needed and you're right there, you know how to cater to that person. And on the flip side, it's also knowing when you or that other person needs space and knowing how to communicate that you need space and respecting that that space is needed, not holding it against each other. It's easy. It's for me, grace is easy when it comes to you. We're in a relationship, so if we're talking about grace in a relationship. When it comes to you, it's easy. I don't, I don't mind giving you your space. I don't mind being there and showing up when you need me. I completely agree. 
um, you know, it was very easy with all the things going on for me to just be there for you, you know, and just kind of, I didn't know what you needed <laughs> at all, but I just knew that I wanted to be there in case, you know, trying to see what I could provide in the moment. Um, yeah, you're right. It was very easy. I would say that. Um, I think giving you grace is very easy. I think it is. There are times when, um, you know, there are times when you have to advocate for yourself. There are times when you got to just show grace. There are times, you know, speak up or not, yeah. you know, there are mm-hmm. definitely times where I got to think about what I'm about to say and choose whether I'm going to say it or not mm-hmm. or choose how I'm going to say it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that is all about how I, you know, show grace in this relationship. Yeah, Grace sounds a little respectful there. See how that all yeah, I appreci- plays a part I, in everything? I appreciate your honesty yeah. and transparency Thanks, babe. about your grace. Thanks, babe. Because the last this one, is, you know. It's all connected. The last thing, it's all connected. <laughs> the last one is communication. And, you know, none of these mean anything. If you're not communicating, hmm. right? Yeah. And we know that communication is not just speaking, it's not I just know. talking, it's not just verbal. There's nonverbal communication, you know, there's all different ways of communicating, right? Yes. So, communication is the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Hmm. So, yeah, communication is big with me. I'm not a mind reader, so I won't know anything that you're thinking unless you communicate. With that, you have to be honest and transparent in your communication. Um, And when receiving communication, you should respect it. This is everything you talked about today, so I see what you're doing here. It's it's pretty dope. comes full circle. (laughs) So... Yeah, communication's major. Um, you need it. It helps you get through the day-to-day um, tasks. And it, it lets you in to the other person's thoughts without, you know, any effort, really. If you just communicate, you sit down and you listen. I don't know, do you, you hear them, you listen. Um, respect what they're saying and don't judge it. Because it's not you. Don't expect you from everybody. So, yeah, communicate with everybody. Whoever you're talking to, relationship, parents, friendships, bosses, just communicate. And uh, that'll just open up a lot. But, yeah, in our relationship, communication is major. Verbal, nonverbal, dance, all type of communication. Break it down once once or twice. Once or twice a week. Communication is definitely big in our relationship. I like to over-communicate because I want my partner to know everything. My partner is definitely getting to the point where he's he's better at over-communicating. 
he doesn't fully over communicate yet because what do you tell me? Like I'm a man. There are things that, you know, I don't want you to know. Hmm. That's what I tell you. Something like that. Well, that's a BS. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it'd be times where I just don't know how to say it or, um, I feel like I can handle it on my own or. That's what you say. Oh, I, I can handle it on my own. Because, yeah, being a man has nothing to do with that. That's, but. Yeah, I can either handle it or. Yeah, it's light. Yeah, I, and, and I never doubt that you can handle it on your own. It's just I still want to know. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> certain, certain things that upset me, I don't be wanting to relive. Like. Um, I get that. You're, you're nurturing. You're caring. So you'll try to fix it. Um. Well, actually, you'll ask before you try to fix it. So that's not even true. Because a lot of times you, you'll just be like, what happened? And I tell you, you be like, oh, I'm like, that's it. You you don't care. But um, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's either hit or miss. Um, but yeah, a lot of the times, a lot of the times that I can remember, it'd be some light shit where it's like, I'm not even going to bother you with it. Uh, I'm about to handle it, get through it, and then. You know, we get back to our lives. I don't be wanting to throw no dirt on your your day. You know? I get that. But I still want to know. Yeah, you just be nosy. <laughs> Anytime the lights go off outside the window, you there before the cat. Okay. You just don't You're going to edit it out. <laughs> no, we'll see. Um, yeah, and I agree that good communication, it... It includes all of the things that we talked about. Authenticity, respect, honesty, transparency, grace. And that'll make your role fluidity easy. Right. So thank you so much, my love, for giving me an hour of your time so that I could get into your business and we can share ourselves with my audience. I I really appreciate that. Thank you for letting me into your space, into the pink world. <laughs> and um all the all the pink listeners, we appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for allowing me back. Hey y'all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> On that note, he said everything, so peace. <laughs> Hey y'all, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I talked about on this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at PinkLadyProd, that's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D, or you can email me at jasmine at PinkLadyProd.com. Jasmine is spelled J-A-S-M-I-N-E. If you want more info about Pink Lady Productions or me, you can visit our website at pinkladyprod.com. Subscribe to Podcasting is the new kink for updates on new episodes, and please feel free to share it. Also, please rate and review the show. Peace.